Hello and welcome to the Commander's Quarters. I'm your host, Mitch. Glad to have you here. Here at the Commander's Quarters, we're all about Commander on a budget. Today, we have an episode of Commander's Two Cents. On episodes like these, I give you my own personal take on topics about the format in general and current news. This show and episodes like this one are possible thanks to viewers like you. If you're looking for an easy way to help support this show, make sure that you like, share, and subscribe. Also, hit that bell notification icon so you don't miss any new episodes. And while you're at it, subscribe and review our podcast as well. You can also go check out our playmats and other merchandise at thecommandersquarters.com. Another easy way to support this show is with our TCG Player affiliate links. So whether you're buying a deck or individual cards, you can use this general link right here or one in the description. And the final way that you can support this show is by supporting us directly by becoming a patron. There are many benefits to being a patron, and I truly couldn't do this without all their support. Hey everyone, Mitch coming in from the Commander's Quarter Studio, and today's episode is going to be about the best commanders for beginner players. Well, beginner players in Commander, or even beginner players in Magic, essentially. In my opinion, the most important thing when it comes to a commander for a beginner player is that they are very straightforward. Essentially, you know exactly what you want to do with a deck. When you see that commander, you say, oh, that makes sense. This commander does X. I'm going to do X. It's not, you know, necessarily a complicated build around with a lot of different things going on. You want a very straightforward path when it comes to a new player playing a deck. Again, this is just my opinion. There's probably a million other lists out there of, hey, these are the commanders you should play, or you should just go get a pre-con or whatnot. But if you want to build your own deck and you're new to the format, I think that this is a good list of commanders to choose from just to get you started. So let's jump into it with our first one. Uh, and I'm going to break this down to I'll try to go through uh, kind of a variety of commanders, or at least a variety of colors. I'll go through one of each of the mono colors, and then I'm going to tackle some multicolor commanders that you could choose as well. Again, pick whatever commander you want, but these are just my picks. Let's start off with red. Uh, in mono red, a good one to start off with, I believe, is Cranko Mob Boss. Cranko Mob Boss is a 3-3 Goblin Warrior that costs two red red. Uh, it has tap create X-1-1 red Goblin Creature Tokens, where X is the number of goblins you control. So, very straightforward. Just by looking at this, any player in Magic could potentially just tell you, hey, yeah, this deck's probably about goblins and making goblins. So, yeah, you're going to make goblins. You play even goblins that make other goblins, like Goblin Instigator. Say 1-1 Goblin Rogue. When it comes into play, you get a 1-1 Goblin token. So, again, yeah, you just get your Goblin Instigator in play. You get another goblin. You tap your Cranko. You get three more goblins. You're making a ton of goblins. This is very easy to kind of build around. You can just go on a Scryfall. You just search for goblin, and then you're like, okay, cool, I'll just use these goblins. That's easy. You can use some uh, lord effects, like a goblin chieftain. It says other goblin creatures you control get plus one, plus one, have haste. So now your goblin tokens get even bigger, and they can swing right away. And then you can just, if you want to kind of not, I guess, not step up the complexity of the, complexity of the deck, but a nice little addition to it could be something like an Impact Tremors, which says whenever a creature enters the battlefield under your control, it deals one damage to each opponent. Pretty straightforward, just you when you're creating your goblins, you're pinging all your opponents as well, so they're doing more damage when they come into play. It's a very straightforward, just let's play our goblins, let's play some, uh, some support spells like that Impact Tremors, and let's just go forward and just start swinging. Let's make more goblins, let's attack. Just a very straightforward, again, I think that the... Uh, one thing that comes to straightforward decks uh, in Commander is mostly that they're creature-focused, at least to start. Uh, that's kind of where I started in Commander, and actually, we'll come we'll come up to uh, my first Commander deck here in a little bit. But now let's move on to Mono Black with Maronar, which is actually kind of like the uh, black version of Cranko, which is, yeah, uh, that's probably why I made this list. It's a 2-3 Rat Rogue, and it says, All rats have fear, and you can tap it to sacrifice a rat and put X-1-1 Black Rat Creature Tokens into play where X is the number of rats you control. So this is essentially just like, Again, the mono-black version of Cranko, but you do have to sacrifice one rat, but you still get a lot of rats, but your rats also have fear, so it helps them get through, which is nice. 
The probably main way to make this a very straightforward deck, the easiest way to make this a straightforward deck, is essentially just using cards or a card like Rat Colony. Rat Colony is a 2-1 rat. It gets plus 1 plus 0 for each other rat you control, and a deck can have any number of rat cards named Rat Colony, or any other, any other cards named Rat Colony. So basically, you just have your entire deck of Rat Colony and a Maronar, and then you just start casting your Rat Colonies, Rat Colony, Rat Colony, Rat Colony. You sacrifice one of them, you get a ton of rats. You sacrifice another one of those tokens later, you get a ton of rats. All your rats, your rat army grows, and your rat colonies just get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, and that can be really hard to stop. So again, this one can be even more straightforward because the deck essentially builds itself. You know, you've got your however many swamps, you've got your rat colony, and then you've got your commander, and there you go. It's very straightforward, very easy. Again, creature focus, I think, is the way to go. Uh, my uh, personal, actually, let's get to this now. Let's go into Mono Green, which is where my first commander deck actually came from, and that was Rishkar Pima Remigade. Uh, this one is a 2-2 Elf Druid that costs 2 and a green. When it enters the battlefield, you put a plus plus 1 counter on each of up to 2 creatures, and each creature you control with a plus, with a counter on it has tap at green your mana pool. So this one on its face is pretty simple. You say, okay, uh, this deck wants me to play plus and plus 1 counters for creatures and other spells and stuff like that. That's basically the focus of the deck. It also generates you mana, which can be very good, and that's actually another thing that I think can really help new players is two of the most crucial things in Commander are going to be card draw and mana ramp. And if you can have a Commander that does one of those two things for you, that can really help out in the deck building process for some players, I believe. Uh, but you're going to be playing things like an Experiment 1, which has Evolve, and it comes into play with a... Or, sorry, it has Evolve, it's a 1-1, one, one, and you can remove uh, two plus plus one counters from it to regenerate it. So essentially... You can get a plus plus one counter on it just by getting another creature into play. Maybe that's Rishkar. But basically, they then can tap for mana for you, um, and you can also protect it. Uh, Forgotten Ancient, of course, is going to be a great one for this deck. It says whenever a player play, casts a spell, you may put a plus plus one counter on Forgotten Ancient. At the beginning of your upkeep, you may, move, you may move any number of plus plus one counters from Forgotten Ancient onto other creatures. So this one is just going to grow and grow and grow throughout the game in Commander, and then you're going to move those counters, you're going to disperse them throughout your team. So then your entire team gets bigger, and your team can then tap for mana, helping you cast more spells. And then you've got something like an Inspiring Call, which says draw a card for each creature you control, they plus plus one counter on it. Those creatures gain indestructible until the end of the turn. This card is a powerhouse in this deck. Obviously, it protects you from board wipes. And on top of that, it can draw you an absurd amount of cards. So yeah, I think Rishkar, again, I might be slightly biased because, I mean, there are... I mean, this one probably is a bit more complex than a Kranko or a Maronar, depending on how you build them. But again, I think it's a very straightforward deck. It was straightforward for me when I started in the four men. It was just a, it was a nice, uh, maybe it's again too nostalgic, but I think it's a nice, easy kind of introductory point to, hey, mana ramp can be very powerful in commander and this commander can help you out with that. So go for it. Uh, next up, let's go to mono blue with a zombie lady of scrolls. Azami is a 0-2 human wizard that costs 2, blue, blue, blue. She has tap and untap wizard you control, draw a card. So this one's pretty straightforward. Again, I mentioned, you know, the two important and two most important things in Commander are mana ramp and card draw. This one tackles the card draw for you. And it says, hey, uh, do you have a lot of wizards in your deck? Because, yeah, that, that's going to be good for you. So uh, obviously Azami can tap to draw, but you're obviously going to have other wizards that can draw too. So Stony Book Banneret is going to be a fantastic card in this deck. Uh, it says Merfolk spells and wizard spells cost one less to play. So now your wizards cost less to play. You play more wizards. You can tap them right away to draw. You can keep drawing into more wizards. It's a, the deck, I mean, not essentially builds itself, but it definitely can kind of at a, a base level. Uh, Exclusion Mage, things like that. Wizards that help do things for you. You know, make it so that you don't have to run a lot of other spells uh, that for your interaction. Your interaction are going to be your wizards for the most part if you're building a, a beginner deck. 
or even if you're building a, a a higher level deck. But yeah, your wizards can essentially kind of handle things for you and then also draw you cards too. So Exclusion Mage, when it comes into play, return target creature and opponent controls to its owner's hand. You've got other wizards with other ETBs and, such, and so on and so forth. And then you can play things uh, like a Dramatic Reversal, which is going to untap all non-land permanents you control. So you've tapped all your wizards to draw a ton of cards. You catch your Dramatic Reversal. It untaps all your wizards and taps your mana rocks too if you've got those. And then you can tap them all again. So just some easy ways to provide a lot of card advantage and to build a deck around a tribe uh, can definitely be a can definitely be a very good spot for a beginner. Again, especially kind of like Cranko or Marinar or or Yazami. Yeah, essentially, they're all tribal commanders. So yeah, you if you're just you know searching for something of a specific tribe, it's a lot easier to search for just wizards. And instead of looking at the entire list of all blue creatures that you can look at, you can just look at wizards and see what might be good in that deck. And, and mono white is kind of a tricky one, um, most mostly because I've talked about this before on the channel. But mono white is considered by many to be the weakest color in Commander because again we mentioned that uh, card advantage and mana ramp are important, and mono white struggles more than any other color in both of those things. So, essentially, picking a mono-white commander can be pretty difficult because you want to make sure you're not picking one that is too complex, uh, but you also want to make one, pick one that can actually compete. Uh, so, I think God Eternal Oketra could be a good starting point for a player, for a beginner player that wants to jump into mono-white. It's a 3-6 zombie god with double strike uh, that costs 3 white-white. says, whenever you cast a creature spell, create a 4-4 black zombie warrior creature token with vigilance. Uh, when it dies or is put into exile from the battlefield, you may put it on top of its library, third from the top. So... This commander does a couple things for you, which are great. It doesn't protect itself, but it can get itself back. So you're not always having to pay commander tax on it if you can draw down into it. Again, Mono White does throw a draw, but you, there are ways to, to get back to it quicker than having to repay it in commander tax, or repay commander tax if you can't. Uh, but then also, it can generate an insanely large army for you with that whenever you cast a creature spell, make a 4-4 black zombie warrior with vigilance. So essentially, something like a white main lion could be very good for this deck. Just trying to find any kind of creature that kind of bounces either itself or something else back to your hand. White Main Lion is a 2-2 cat with flash. When it enters the battlefield, return a creature you control to its owner's hand. So essentially, with Oketra in play and this in your hand, this becomes pay 2, create a 4-4 with Vigilance, which is very powerful, and that's at flash speed or instant speed. Uh, Core Skyfisher is another one. When it comes to the play, return a permanent you control to its owner's hand. So again, same thing, essentially. 2 mana for a 4-4 is a great deal, and again, White needs all the help it can get, so making a giant army... And then casting something like an Ard Audric Lunark Marshal can be great as well. Uh, it says, at the beginning of each combat, creatures you control gain first strike until end of turn if a creature you control is first strike. The same is true for Flying, Death Touch, Double Strike, Haste, Hexproof, Indestructible, Lifelink, Menace, Reach, Skulk, Trample, and Vigilance. So the ones that matter on that one are going to be the Vigilance and Double Strike because Oketra gives you the Double Strike. Your zombies give Vigilance. So essentially, your entire army now has Vigilance and Double Strike which makes those zombies a lot have more heavy-hitting and allows Oketra to attack without tapping as well. So that one, I think, is a very straightforward uh, mono-white deck that can actually compete um, and doesn't have to be too complex to actually do uh, to be effective. Um, next up, let's go to a two-color one that I think can be pretty straightforward for new players. It's going to be Rurikthar, the Unbound, a 6-6 Ogre Warrior for four, red-green. It has Vigilance and Reach. Uh, it has to attack each combat fable, but whenever ca a player casts a non-creature spell, Rurikthar deals 6 damage to that player. 6 damage is a lot per spell, especially against certain decks. In this deck, essentially, you're just going to go, okay, well, maybe I won't play a lot of non-creature spells then, and I'm just going to focus on creatures. So again, kind of like that a zombie where you're having your wizards, uh, you know, focus on, you know, those ETBs. You're going to have your creatures focus on doing things for you. So something like a Manglehorn, when it comes down to play, destroy target artifact, and it makes your artifacts your opponent's control enter the battlefield tapped. 
So essentially you're getting that utility out of destroying that artifact and you're slowing your opponents down as well. Uh, Fierce Empath can help you go get a big creature out of your deck. When it comes into play, search your library for a creature card with converted mana cost six or greater. Reveal it, put your hand, then shuffle your library. So essentially you're kind of making your, your creatures are going to be like basically your non-creature spells. They're kind of acting as if another spell would to help you out with your deck. So you're just building a bunch of creatures that can be very effective. You can go get something like a Garrick's Horde to help you essentially with card uh, card advantage as well. It says play at the top card of your library revealed. You may cast the top card of your library if it's a creature card. So essentially you're just casting more and more creatures with this one. Again, you don't have to focus on a lot of non-creature spells with this. You're just saying, okay, I'm going to go really all in on getting a lot of creatures into play and just swinging out and focusing on combat, which can be probably the easiest path for a new player. And the final one that I'm going to bring up is actually a Voltron style commander with Earl the Mistalker. It's a 5-5. Five, five. Uh, it's got uh, it's got Hexproof, and it gets plus 2, plus 2 for each aura that's attached to it. So this one protects itself, which is very important, I think, for a, for a Voltron commander for a new player. Because you don't have to focus on a lot of auras or a lot of equipment that protect the Voltron commander. It's hard to deal with. Your opponents are going to have a hard time stopping it unless they've got a board wipe or something. But basically, you just fill up your deck with a ton of auras... Um, essentially like a rancor gives plus two plus zero and trample uh, and then when it's put into a graveyard from the battlefield you return to your hands so this is a one that you can get back over and over again if you need to but essentially you know it gives earl essentially plus four plus two and trample which is huge and you're just going to be start i mean it's very straightforward deck you just swing away with earl you keep dealing more damage you cast him like an ethereal armor which is going to get plus plus one for each enchantment you control and first strike so this can get absurd you can easily get earl up to uh, 21 commander damage and you can help Earl get through something like an armadillo cloak gives plus two plus two trample and whenever it deals damage you gain that much life so essentially you're going to be gaining a ton of life it's going to pad your life total and you can just swing away with you know just to take out your opponents in one hit or two hits or whatnot so again I think Voltron can be a very good direction for a beginner player especially for a commander that can protect itself and again this is just my list there are plenty of other commanders out there that can be good for beginner players I just want to give kind of a uh, one of each color at least so you have you have some options and then some multi-colored ones as well but yeah this is just my list so yeah in the comments below let me know what your uh, thoughts are on what what commanders do you think would be great for a beginner player uh, new to the game or or new to commander itself so yeah that's all i've got for today so thanks again and have a good one and make sure you're following us on social media for more updates and sneak peeks on future episodes Again, a huge thank you to my patrons who help make this show possible. I truly couldn't do any of this without your support. If you want to support this channel directly, consider becoming a patron. There are many benefits to being a patron, including being able to vote on future commanders for deck tacks. There are even tiers where you get your own personalized deck tech dedicated to you. You can check out all the Patreon tiers and rewards at patreon.com slash commandersquarters. If you haven't already, make sure that you like and subscribe to the channel. Here at the Commander's Quarters, we're all about budget commander. So while you're at it, go ahead and check out some of our other types of episodes. And with that, I'm out of here. Thanks again and have a good one.